Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. All groups of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents this Saturday, the 8th of April. You're listening to Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm James Barry. And of course, it is Easter. Saturday for those of you observing and it is we're still in the holy month of Ramadan again for those observing and I think there is also a Jewish festival. It's Pesach here at the moment. Um, And of course our uh, feature story which will actually be the entirety of today's show um, relates to some of the clashes of those three what are they called the monolithic Uh, religions? Abrahamic faiths I think is the term. Yes there you go. Um so, uh, sorry, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. If you want to get in touch with us, find us on the web or the w's.aawl.org.au. We're on Facebook and Twitter, so look us up on those social media platforms as well. Today, we're not going to do news from around the region. We're going to focus uh, on the, the on Palestine. Um, last Wednesday, a couple of days ago, actually, you will all have seen the um, Israeli attack on Al Aqsa Mosque in the middle of the night while Muslims were praying during the holy month of Ramadan. Um, of course, the specific commemoration was that of Itikaf. Do you want to explain? Itikaf. Yeah. Itikaf is a, a practice whereby Muslims will stay in a mosque usually for a period of 24 hours or more, uh, to be engaged solely, devote themselves to worship and prayer. Usually this happens in the last 10 days of Ramadan, but it can happen at any time. And at least 14 Palestinians were injured and hundreds arrested in that Israeli police raid on Al-Aqsa Mosque. Uh, It triggered clashes in the West Bank, cross-border strikes in the Gaza Strip and fears of wider escalation over this holiday period. And just to um, remind listeners to what the significance is, uh, one of the main anxieties Palestinians have around the Al-Aqsa compound and the mosque is the fear that it will be taken from them because it is also the site of the Jewish temple, believed to be the site of the Jewish temple, and a number of the far-right groups in Israel, which are becoming more mainstream, uh, want to take it back, knock down the mosque and rebuild that temple. So last week, during news from around the region, we brought you a story about the Histradut, if I pronounce that correctly, um, going on strike against some against the judicial reforms of um, Netanyahu. And we asked the question then: Why is this period of um, protest against the Israeli government not seeing um, solidarity with Palestinian people? And we put the question. Is this an opportunity to build um, in international working class solidarity by workers in Israel and amongst the Palestinians? During the week, I had an opportunity to interview Reem Yunus, a Palestinian socialist, specifically to ask that question. Her um, resolute answer is no, absolutely not. There is no opportunity for solidarity. Um, this interview was conducted before Wednesday, before the attacks on Al-Aqsa Mosque. So I just want to um, foreshadow that that won't be mentioned because it happened before the attacks. But the analysis and the um, discussion about where to for Palestine is still a relevant one for today's 
today's discussion. This will be the focus of today's show. We'll do it in two parts with a, um, some community announcements in the middle. Here's Reem Yunus. We have been hearing in the Western and Australian media lately about now it is entered its uh, 13 weeks already of uh, rebellions and protests, which is unprecedented in what is called the state of Israel. And that's why uh, it is thought that uh, Netanyahu is on shaky grounds. And yes, Netanyahu has been in and out of government for a while because he is facing a lot of corruption charges from the past. So it is not very surprising that we see that he wants to overhaul the judicial system. Alongside that, there is uh, they have these economical uh, impending economical situation that is uh, worsening and worsening. And we have Netanyahu on the top of a government that is the most right-wing, extremist right-wing uh, ever been elected in uh, Israel since its inception in 1948. Everybody says that. Now, what is behind that? Well, what is behind that is actually uh, two poles of, uh, uh, of powers at play um, fighting over um, the leadership of Israel. Let's remember that uh, uh, for for one moment we shouldn't think that uh, this is a democratic state as they uh, export for the West. Um, this state has been established since 1948 on uh, and 47 and 48 on the uh, ethnic cleansing and genocide of Palestine. What's happening now is, since its inception, there there used to be uh, lots of governments that come and go that give themselves the coating of um, liberal uh, values. And these are the people who are actually going into the protests these days, in the past month of March. Uh, people such as the former Prime Minister of Israel, uh, Lapid, and the former uh, Defense Minister Benny Gantz. They are opposing the government's attack on the judicial system. Yes, the attacks on the judicial system has to be fought, but the, uh, actually what is happening is the power play between two political uh, parties or two political camps, if you like. So the camp that Netanyahu won power and concocted this extremist government in Israel since December 2022 is considered the, uh, the epitome of the uh, extremist and people who are overtly, overtly racist, such as the likes of Bezalel Smutrich, and the other one is Ben Gvir. So Itamar Ben Gvir, who is now the Minister of um, National Security, and uh, Smotrich, who is the financial minister, both of these people, um, yes, they are extremists. Like <laughs> even uh, Smotrich, he even by his own mouth he said it himself that he is actually a, a homophobe, a fascist homophobe. Yet he gained notoriously popular, not popular, but let's say famous around the world uh, because of. Uh, his racist views, such as uh, even while he was a member in parliament, even before becoming uh, uh, a minister, 
he uh, called for uh, the women in the, the maternity ward in um, Israel to, to separate the Arab Palestinian women from the Israeli women, for example. And um, Smotrich himself is, uh, before becoming uh, political, he was a leader in um, a very extremist party that was living in the, um, and still living in uh, an illegal settlement called Kedomim, which is near Kalkilia in the West Bank. And he was part of those Israeli settlers who went around uh, uh, torching houses and uh, attacking uh, Palestinians. We have these people who are this camp, who are overtly racist and overtly uh, extremist, and they even not shy uh, from saying these racist views. For example, when the pogrom happened in Hawara, 26th of February this year, uh, this program happened on the hands of the uh, of the Israeli settlers, and uh, one Palestinian was killed. More than hundred houses torched, more than uh, uh, hundreds of people injured. That's a, a, a village near Nablus, uh, which is like in the heart of the West Bank. Um, and he did not actually uh, condemn it. He actually, and get that, he actually condemned the attack not because he is against the Israeli Israeli settlers um, committing this pogrom, but because it should have been done earlier and by the Israeli Defense Army. They call it defense. Of course, in my hand, in my eyes, it's, it's the offense army. So imagine that's the kind of overtly racist camp. The other camp that is fighting and uh, jumping on the bandwagon of people unhappy economically and politically and about Netanyahu changing um, the judicial system are the people who are covertly racist. I, do, I have no illusion that someone like Benny Gantz, the defense minister who oversaw the war, the barbaric war on Gaza in 2014, in his own words, he has shown, uh, he has seen the destruction of Gaza into the Stone Ages from the so much attacks he's done, uh, his troops done, uh, or Lapid, or all. Let's let's remember all these leaders or prime ministers um, in recent years, like Zipi Livni. Livni was during she was the prime minister during the attacks on Gaza 2008, uh, 2009, and there was uh, Ehud Barak. Yehud uh, Olmert, um, all these people, although they are uh, attacking the um, Netanyahu's government and saying, ah, oh, you guys are not liberal enough, I think they should have uh, a good look in the mirror into themselves because whatever is being said from these uh, um, extreme, extremely racist guys in Netanyahu's government is actually been realized on the ground during all the previous governments, even in days when there is no attack on Gaza. Who has overseen the uh, attacks on Lebanon? Who uh, who has overseen the uh, attacks um, uh, on settlements on East Jerusalem and building and expanding and stealing land over and over and over over since 1948 till today 
And Israeli politicians, they know it themselves, and they call it incremental genocide. And they are happy to do it. They just don't say it loud and hide behind the coating of um, liberalism. And because of that, uh, European Union and Western government and uh, in general, they are more happy to deal with them rather than the more embarrassing one, ones like these um, extremists. Having said that, the other day, uh, Smotrich, the same uh, lunatic I talked about from the beginning, uh, was visiting France and, and uh, was addressing um, a group of, I think it was in early March, and he was uh, uh, addressing a group of his supporters who are pro-Zionist or Zionist, and standing in front of a map that is the so-called Greater Israel. He was standing in front of it, and he was saying there is no such thing as the Palestinians. The Palestinians are an invention that only existed less than 100 years ago. Well, that Smotrich, when he said that, and when he stood to say that Huwara should be wiped out, but on the hands of the Israeli army rather than the settlers, um, what happened from America, you know, Americans' uh, allies with Israel is, is so holy. Um, the, U the, the U.S. spokesperson of the U.S. Uh, State Department, um, Ned Price, he said, well, this is pregnant. Uh, this is distasteful. This is extreme. It should be denounced by Netanyahu. And then it was forgotten. Netanyahu never, of course, disowned um, Smotrich. Neither did the United States follow up on that um, regarding Israel. And that is just expected. But the only thing, as I said, is there are two camps fighting together. And I consider these liberal camps just uh, being opportunist because they want to uh, send uh, Netanyahu out of office. That's it. But they were overseeing uh, pogroms. Well, well, the pogroms now will be increasing in their intensity and in their um, quantity because they are emboldened by the fact uh, that they never got even a slap on the wrist. Imagine there, um, someone like um, uh, one of these uh, members of the party uh, where uh, Smotrich, uh, no, Ben Gvir uh, belongs to, uh, they were uh, protesting in the Knesset, which is the Israeli uh, parliament, about the fact that two Israeli settlers were detained after the pogrom in Hawara. And now we have all these attacks happening day in and day out uh, in the West Bank um, under the sight of the world, unfortunately. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. This is an extended interview with Reem Yunus, a Palestinian socialist activist, talking about the current situation in Palestine with the increased attacks by Israelis, the pogroms that we saw um, in February and the um, attack on Al-Aqsa Mosque uh, last week. Of course, um, this interview was conducted before the attacks on Al-Aqsa Mosque, um, so that's not specifically being referenced. Some community announcements 
performance and then the second part of that interview. Would you like to reduce your risk of dementia? The Better Brains trial aims to discover whether targeted lifestyle changes can prevent memory decline in Australian adults. Participants aged 40 to 70 with a family history of dementia are allocated to receive health coaching from an allied health professional or health education materials about dementia and its risk factors. The trial is run entirely online, so visit www.betterbrains.org.au to sign up now. Better Brains is a 3CR supporter. Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, diversity and inclusion and much, much more. It's free to access the library, so check out the collection at www.commonslibrary.org. Common Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. DigiTube, people, place, language. Connecting stories, culture and language across Australia. Contribute your content in digitube.com.au. Sign up for a free account and select your options for streaming, download and broadcast promotion. A 3CR supporter. Well, that is an, an interesting thing that you raise because obviously we've seen these massive protests in Israel, what's being called the biggest um, civil rights movement and protest movement in that country since 1948. But at no point, at no point during those um, massive protests, supposedly for democratic rights, did those protesters look at or raise any demands about the ongoing occupation of Palestine. Normally, when we see that in a period of political crisis and mass resistance, people's consciousness develops and solidarity is a natural outcome. Why is this not the case in Israel? Because those protesters aren't just the opposing parties. The, The protests have attracted parts of civil society as well. Correct. Um, well, remember that uh, Israel was, was um, since 1947-48, it was built on ethnic cleansing of the Palestinians. And since then, the psychology of the Israelis and the uh, programming, if you like, of the youth in Israel, uh, day in and day out since um since the beginning, uh, since Ben-Gurion, for example, or all these leaders that came through through the 50s, 60s, 70s, until now, um, and uh, is about racism. So Israel is inherently racist. It is not a real state. It is uh, uh, a colonial settler state uh, based on apartheid and based about uh, on dehumanizing uh, the population that they occupied. And they have been doing this genocide for the Palestinians uh, uh, forever. 
um, well, it started maybe with Deir Yassin and many, many of the other massacres for these villages in 1948, but it continued with, for example, the Bedouin communities in the Negev um, desert in the south, in the um, Masafir Yata uh, ta- town around the West Bank, in all these uh, illegal settler uh, places and outposts that they build all around um, the West Bank. And they are crisscrossed by Israeli-only roads where if you are walking accidentally as a Palestinian, uh, you will be shot at because the Israelis are allowed, the Jewish settlers are allowed to to to, um, to carry guns and uh, shoot or even use their cars to kill uh, our children going to school at will. And there's nobody to say no to them. Uh, I remember in 2014 war, um, I was shocked to read that uh, a lot of young men and women, uh, they were standing on a, uh, on a hill overseeing Gaza while the Gazans were, while the Israeli army was bombing um, the phosphorus, white phosphorus on Gaza in 2008. And these, they were bringing with them, as if they are watching movies, they were bringing popcorn and, and uh, picnic uh, uh, and cheering on. And they are saying, our kids are doing well. Our our boys are doing well, uh, as if they are watching uh, video games. Um, like that kind of racism that they are programmed at, it entrenched the people in 1948, Palestine, the Israeli people who come from all over the world. But um, as one of our po- poets put it, Mahmoud Darwish, uh, the Israeli person in that industrialized or fabricated state has been born in a tank, went to school in a tank, got married in a tank, and he will die in a tank. They are living in the sea in the siege mentality where everybody is against us and we have to be uh, more um, aggressive on them and kill them more to, um, to survive. That kind of uh, mentality or psychology, how do you go through that? You have an occupier who is doing its best to say that we do not exist, or if we existed, we are less than humans, and it's okay to torch our kids alive, um, like what happened in East Jerusalem in 2014, just before the attack on Gaza, when they uh, some settlers rounded a boy who was sitting in front of his home and, 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 and set him on fire. Set him on fire. Oh my God, like, alive. He was alive. And, and just in the, sa- in the same year, they, they attacked uh, a man and wife and his two babies, and only one of them uh, survived with severe burns. The man and wife and the baby, the younger baby, died because the whole house was set on fire while they were sleeping at night. That kind of mentality, how, how do you deal with that? What kind of um, working class power would do that, uh, would, would uh, overcome that? That's why I, I don't think they follow the logic that me and you understand about working class people when they revolt 
against their oppressive regimes. They are not oppressed by their regimes. Yes, they may have some uh, differences, but they are the oppressors. They are our jailers. They are our burner, our torturers. They are our um, uh, killers and murderers and and everything. They are the oppressors. So they are part of the machine. Since they are sixteen, they have to go to to the military, and if they don't, they go to prison. It's on the fringe of the fringe of Israel. Those who are anti-racist uh, and anti-Zionist. So what does this what does all of this mean then for the Palestinians even if Netanyahu is pushed out of office if the opposition succeeds um yeah. what does this mean for the struggle for a free Palestine if they can't find allies amongst the working class in Israel uh well as mar as a marxist i believe that the palestinians should have allies with the arab working class uh, not the Israeli working class, but um, there are some good news amongst all this smoke and fire and bloodshed that we are hearing about, and it's squishing our hearts. And we have an impotent Palestinian authority, but in the same time, there are new resistance moving, movements emerging uh, in the West Bank and Gaza, uh, uh, different. It's a generation that is different from those who um, supported Hamas in Gaza, and then when they saw when Hamas was in power, it's the same as uh, Palestinian Authority in power in in the West Bank. We have these resistance movements. Yes, they are small. Yes, they are burgeoning, but they are there. And I'm telling you, I'm. Um, Hearing good news about that, I'm feeling the hope. The, of course, we like to say the revolutionary hope, because Palestinians have learned over 75 years by ni- by 1948. I mean, by uh, 15th of May this year, it will be 75 years, and we learned the hard way that the price of being paralyzed by fear or fleeing your own homes like what happened in 1948, is bigger than the price we pay um, if we resist. So that's why there is uh, resistant ber- resistance burgeoning in Palestine. And we just hope that um, the Arab working class around um, manage also to, to, to overthrow our despotic regimes all, all around, or at least in one country, so we can um, find um some allies for us um uh, because at the moment the situation is bleak um i cannot go ahead of myself like some people who who are happy about these demonstrations um in israel that it is it means the the destruction of israel no hold your breath <laughs> it will not happen uh, real liberation will come um when the Zionist project is dismantled, root and branch, um, to give way for a democratic, uh, secular state where all um, ethnicities and religions live as equal. 
That was Reem Yunus, a Palestinian socialist activist, speaking about the current situation in Israel and Palestine, of course, with the um, civil rights movement against Netanyahu's reform of the judiciary, coupled with the um, increased pogroms on Palestinian people, culminating in that attack on Al-Aqsa Mosque on Wednesday. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, and James, that's all we've got time for Mm -hmm. this week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Coming up next is Palestine Remembered, which will bring you more news and current affairs uh, specifically from Palestine. For those of you who have forgotten or didn't get the news this weekend, the Marxism Conference is um, being hosted by Socialist Alternative. You can still get tickets. You can get a day pass for the rest of today or tomorrow. Um, Go to their website. Just Google Socialist Alternative or Marxism Conference. Get along to that. Um, But for everybody else, enjoy the holiday period, please look after yourselves and each other. It is a, a difficult one on the roads, I should say. Um, but anyway, coming up next is Palestine Remembered. That's it for me, Giselle Hanna. And me, James Barry.